who's gonna tell him there can be a better day? Who's gonna show him that Jesus is the way? Cause we don't tell that man about Jesus. How will he ever Hello and welcome to the Local Church Missions Podcast. My name is Estevo Montoya, and this is a ministry of the Valley Bible Baptist Church in Española, New Mexico. The Local Church Missions Podcast is here to help local churches fulfill the Great Commission locally. In our previous episode, we started a series dealing with the Great Commission, and we talked about the plan of the Great Commission and looked particularly at the fact that uh, Everything that is alive that God has created, he created to reproduce. And God gave the plan as to how that is to take place. We're to go teach, teach the gospel, go teach, baptize, and teach. Today we're going to look at the preaching of the Great Commission. And so we left off in Matthew 28, and I'm going to take my Bible and go to Matthew 16. While I'm turning there, I do want to uh, encourage you to head over to www.greatcommission.church. That is our website, and on that website you can find the newsletter form about halfway down, a little more than that, and you can join our newsletter. And also on our website we have gospel tracts, and we've printed over 600,000 gospel tracts, so we want to be able to get to 1 million gospel tracts here. And so you can order some gospel tracts, and you could have them um, shipped to your house directly or to your church, and if you're ordering them as a pastor, you can go ahead and add your church information as you check out. And we will add that to the back of the gospel tract or the 3 by 5 invitations, depending on what you get. We'll put your church information there, customize it for your church. And so that is www.greatcommission.church. So today we're looking at the idea of the preaching of the Great Commission. In the first episode, we looked at how Jesus Christ said, Go ye therefore and teach all nations. And we concluded that that teaching and preaching is to be that of the gospel. And so we're going to look at that a little more detail here in this episode. Matt, um, let me see here. Where am I at? Mark chapter number 16 and verse number 15. The Bible says, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. We're going to stop there. We'll look at those verses after in a little bit um, in another episode. But um, dealing with this topic of the preaching of the Great Commission, he told it very plainly that we're to go and preach the gospel. And when you look at the gospel, um, you find that uh, it is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ and the ministry of Jesus he was preparing his disciples for the gospel in several occasions he told them how that he would um, have to die for them 
and uh, die for the world and die for sins and, and so forth. In particular, in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 9, um, at the end of verse 12, he said, The Son of Man uh, must have, the Son of Man, that he must suffer many things and be set at naught, referring to him being um, crucified. And then you go further down to verse number 31 of Mark, chapter 9, and it says, For he taught his disciples and said to them, The Son of Man is delivered into the hands of men, and they shall kill him, and after that he is killed, he shall rise the third day. And so he had prepared them for the gospel. He told them what was going to happen. They didn't believe him at first, but the simple fact is this, that he prepared them for his death. And the gospel is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ for our sins. And 1 Corinthians 15 teaches us that very clearly. In 1 Corinthians 15, verse number 3, Paul writes to the church of Corinth, and he says, For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. And so that's what he delivered unto them. But you read that first verse, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 1. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you. And then he says, I delivered this to you, and it was the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And we know that he uh, really emphasized the gospel because he says in 1 Corinthians chapter number 1 and verse 17, for Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel. And so you see him talking about the gospel, verse number 18, for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but to us which are saved, it is the power of God. And then you find that he talked about how he preached that again and again. And you find in chapter number two, he says, I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. He said very plainly, I came to preach the gospel and that's what my focus was. And then he even said in 1 Corinthians 9 and verse 16, he says, For though I preach the gospel, I have no glory, of, I have nothing to glory of, for necessity is laid upon me. Yea, woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. And then very clearly, Paul defines the gospel as the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so Paul had a very heavy burden to preach the gospel, and I believe it was in obedience to the command that Jesus Christ gave in Mark 16, when he said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Now, he goes on to say in verse 16, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. And a lot of people like to put a period there. And the simple fact is this, that baptism doesn't save. It's a picture of what does save. And they forget to look at the next half of the verse where it says, he that believeth not shall be damned. And so what damned them wasn't the lack of baptism. It was the lack of believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. And the simple fact is this, that a believer should get baptized and they should come um, pretty close in the salvation experience so that a person can be added to a local church and they can begin to grow in, in the Lord and be discipled under those who have preached to them the gospel and so forth. It, it's, it's just a given. Jesus expects Christians to get saved and after they get saved, uh, or Jesus expects people to get saved, and when they become Christians, um, they get saved, they're to get baptized, and when they get baptized, they're to be part of a local church to be discipled. He expects that. That is the, the normal thing that Jesus has for his people in his word. And so the, the, the baptism and, and, and getting saved often happened very close in the Bible, but the baptism was a separate event that took place after the salvation. And according to this verse, 
When a person is damned, it's not because they didn't get baptized, it's because they didn't believe. The saving agent in their salvation was believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. As Paul told the Philippian jailer, uh, when he said, what shall I do to be saved? And he said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved and thy house. So we're to preach the gospel. That is the preaching of the Great Commission. That is the, what, the spearhead, so to say, how we lead with the Great Commission and go in with the gospel and preach the gospel. And I, I feel that that's something that we need to really analyze in our own uh, mission program, in our own local church evangelism, and even in church planting. Having been a church planter myself, uh, I look and we did everything completely backwards. We went to a place, we found a place to meet, we began to have a grand opening and, and you know, promote the church and, and do all these different things. And we went in with marketing, hoping to get people in and then preach the gospel to them when we should have went to the city and started to just witness to people and see who would get saved. And once they got saved, then disciple them and then from there uh, establish a local church. But we did it completely backward. We didn't spearhead with the gospel. We didn't lead with the gospel. And, and yet that's such a pattern that a lot of church planters follow and they struggle. And I believe we're not doing it the right way. We need to lead in with the gospel. And so Jesus told them to go preach the gospel to every creature. And then we see in that passage, the saving agent wasn't baptism, but belief. Now, in the gospel of Luke chapter 24, he goes on to teach about this. Again, the gospel, the death, the burial, and resurrection, and what to preach. And he says in, um, in Luke 24, and verse number 46, and said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. That's the gospel. And he says, And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses of these things. I like how it says ye are witnesses of these things because um, it's written by Luke, this book, the gospel of Luke, obviously. And he also wrote um, the book of Acts. And when he writes the book of Acts, he talks about the disciples as they're preaching, and they, they make the statement that uh, we cannot help but speak the things which we have seen and heard. And the Bible says that the that with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection. And so you see here that they were preaching the gospel with power, and, and they were doing it as the Bible teaches for them to do it. And they're witnesses of these things. They're testifying of these things. But in this preaching, he tells them to preach repentance and the remission of sins. And that the way the sentence is structured, it could be repentance of sins and remission of sins. That of sins applies to both repentance and remission. And without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. Jesus shed his blood for us. And, and yet repentance is a vital part of salvation. See, understand this here today. The Bible says even the devils believe and tremble. And so often we equate this idea of believing in Jesus to like a wishful thinking or um, just uh, like a kid believes in Santa Claus. But this idea of belief means absolute faith and trust in Jesus and, and what he did because we can't save ourselves, so we turn to him. We, we're in our sin. We can't save ourselves from our sins, so we turn to him to save us from our sins. And that's the idea of repentance. And this idea of, you know, the Bible says, he that believeth... Um, uh, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. Belief on the Lord Jesus Christ, 
believe, and then repent. Those are two biblical words that are all tied together in the salvation experience, and they're laid out clearly by Jesus in the Gospel of Mark, chapter number 1, and verse number 15. Um, the Bible says, this is Jesus preaching and saying, the time is fulfilled, the kingdom of God is at hand, repent ye and believe the gospel. So Jesus started his ministry with preaching the gospel, and he's now concluding his ministry, handing it off to the apostles, and he's telling them to go preach the same thing he did, repent ye and believe the gospel. And you see, both these two things come together. And I'm thankful that uh, the Bible teaches line upon line and precept upon precept uh, that the word of God is does not contradict itself. And so you see here, in one aspect of the Great Commission is you have the plan, but then the other part of the Great Commission, you have the actual preaching, and the preaching is broken up into two things, um, repent and believe the gospel. And so you see that there, that is the preaching that Jesus has told us to go out and do. And so as we consider that thought, as we consider local church missions and reaching our community with the gospel, I need to ask us, do, do we have both of these elements in our gospel presentation. I should say not both, but these three elements. The first is the gospel itself, the death, the burial, and the resurrection. There's a lot of gospel presentations that leave out the resurrection of Jesus. And we understand clearly and believe that if it weren't for the resurrection, we'd be of most men of, of men most miserable. And our preaching would be in vain and our speaking in vain. So we understand the the importance of that resurrection. But sometimes we leave out the repentance side. We don't want to offend people. We don't want to deal with sin. We don't want to deal with hell. And we just want to look at the positive. When I explain the gospel to people, I often tell them the word gospel means good news. And then I tell them good news is only good when you're in a bad situation. So I want to tell you the bad first so then I can tell you the good news. And then I begin to lay out the law and I begin to lay out sin and the fact of sin, the consequence of sin. And I show them in the Bible and I tell them based upon these verses here, if you're to stand before God right now in your sin, where would he have to send you? And until they understand they're lost, they're not going to get saved. But once it clicks and they understand they are sinners on their way to hell, and then I tell them that's the bad news. Now here's the good news. Jesus died for you. And, and, and do you want to accept him as your savior? Do you want to trust him and call on him to save you from your sins? And, and, and that's what Jesus wants us to preach when we go out and preach the gospel. And so I want to encourage you here that you would look at these verses and ask yourself, um, in, in your gospel message as you lead in ministry, do you have these elements in your preaching? Do you preach the gospel, the literal gospel, the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ? Uh, do you mention faith and belief? And do you also preach repentance as well, turning to the Lord Jesus? And so we, we need to examine ourselves, examine our messages, and, and ask ourselves, am I fulfilling the Great Commission the way Jesus wants me to? And so thank you for listening to this very um, next episode, episode number two, Great Commission preaching. Next episode is going to be Great Commission Power, and you can look forward to that here in the day to follow. Thank you, and may Christ bless you today.